Hey everybody, I'm Daisy Jordan and this is the Living in a Postcard podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is my ninth episode overall, but my first episode as a married woman. (laughs) Oh my gosh, so crazy. Um, And it still feels so weird to think of myself as a wife now. So Andy and I have been married for about three weeks and Uh, the wedding doesn't feel surreal looking back on it or anything like that. But like one of the wedding gifts that Andy got me was this tumbler that says best wife ever. And he got it my favorite colors, purple and teal. And I've been drinking out of it tonight. It's sitting next to me right now. And just like looking at that and seeing the word wife, I think that's the part that feels surreal is like thinking of myself as someone's wife and like, I started calling him hubby like right away. And that piece of it, I think just still feels a little surreal in a really good way. And so I want to spend this episode filling you guys in on a bunch of details leading up to the wedding, the wedding day itself. And I had planned to do an episode like right before the wedding and things were just so busy that I didn't um, take the time to sit down, you know, and spend a couple of hours doing a podcast episode just with everything going on, getting ready for the wedding. And I do think that we did a really good job preparing and leading up to it. So we never had those moments or days of panic, like right before the big event of realizing there was stuff we had forgotten or stuff that we didn't really get prepared as quickly as we should. So that was really nice. And, um, but we were just really busy. Um, So two weeks before our wedding, a couple of our really good friends got married. And so we did a little like staycation basically in Naples, Florida, which is very close to where we live in Fort Myers. It's basically a neighboring town about, and depending where in Naples you're going, like 30 minutes to an hour away. And our friends, Kristen and Wyatt, were getting married down in Naples. Andy was actually in the wedding. And so we went down uh, for the weekend and stayed for a couple nights down there and went to their rehearsal dinner and their wedding and reception, which they also had a beach wedding. And then their reception was at a local brewery, uh, Riptide Brewing, which is Andy's and my favorite brewery down in Naples. So that was super fun and got to see a lot of uh, guests who actually were coming to our wedding as well. So that was cool and kind of like a nice relaxing thing to do two weeks before our wedding is get away for a couple days. And then we got back and all of a sudden it was 12 days till our wedding. And the things that we still had to complete in those 12 days were the seating chart, um, putting that together, finalizing it, printing it. Um, and it ended up looking so beautiful. We just printed it on like a 24 by 36 foam board from Office Depot. And I loved the way it turned out. Um, we put it on an easel and that, and it was just a template that we had downloaded from Etsy that turned out awesome. And 
Luckily, we didn't have too many last minute changes with the seating chart. We did have a few um, people who ended up like being sick and not able to come. Um, like my friend found out that her daughter tested positive for COVID just like a few days before the wedding. So that was definitely a bummer. Shout out to my friend, Melissa. I wish you could have been there. We missed you. Um, but luckily, her daughter is doing just fine and her family is all healthy and everything now. Um, um, but yeah, so we had a few things like that, but no, um, like major changes where we had to reprint the seating chart or anything like that. And then, um, in the days leading up to the wedding, the other things we were working on, we're kind of putting together our gift bags for our I do crew. And I had kind of considered just waiting until we got to the venue because we were staying at the resort where the wedding was taking place to do all of that. And that's what we had done for the bachelor bachelorette party because it was in New Orleans. So we had to just pack everything in our suitcases and then put it together when we got there. But our wedding venue is only 15 minutes from our house and we were just driving out there. And so I ended up putting everything together beforehand um, just to have it done so that when we got to the resort, we could just start enjoying ourselves. And it was actually super enjoyable putting together all the gift bags and everything too. And, um, our wedding party gifts were fun. Andy got his people uh, coolers that can hold like several beers and um, he filled them with cold beer and they had their names um, on them. So they were personalized. And then I got my I Do Crew members some cool tumblers that said sun, sand, and a drink in my hand. And they were sparkly and looked like the beach and the water. And then mine said... Um, toes in the sand ring on my hand and it kind of matched theirs. And then I got everybody tanks because I had loved the matching tank tops that we wore in NOLA uh, that were themed for the bachelor bachelorette party. And I do have a whole podcast episode, a couple actually about New Orleans. So if you miss those, you can go back and check out those episodes and hear about all of the fun we had in New Orleans. Um, but uh, so I love the tank thing and I was going to brunch the morning of the wedding with my I do crew. So we got some more matching tanks to wear and mine was white and said, um, sun, sand and a ring on my hand. And then theirs were sea foam and said sun, sand and a drink in my hand. And then I had gotten them all koozies with that same saying. And so, uh, that was one of the things we were doing to prepare. And then the other thing was just kind of getting supplies like basically alcohol and organizing everything for getting ready the day of. And then finally, the last thing we did like the night before was pack everything that we needed to take to our venue, which our venue, I never said in advance, but was this amazing resort on Fort Myers Beach called the Pink Shell. And the coolest thing about the Pink Shell is I used to go there as a kid. And so, you know, I grew up vacationing in Fort Myers Beach every spring break. My family would come down here and 
from the time I was zero till I was four, the pink shell is actually where we stayed. And so it's really awesome that I ended up getting married there. I never was one of those girls growing up that had my whole wedding planned out or knew exactly what I wanted my dress to look like or anything like that. But I always said I wanted to get married on the beach. And actually in my dad's speech that he gave at the reception, he said that once when I was like eight or nine years old, this was when we were no longer staying at the pink shell. We were staying at a building a little bit down the beach, but we were walking past the pink shell and it was set up for a wedding at the time. And I said something to the effect of like, I'm going to get married right here. And that was so crazy because I did not remember that. And so when he said that in the speech at the reception, I was like, whoa, what? <laughs> I mean, I knew that I always said I wanted to get married on Fort Myers Beach, but I didn't remember walking past the pink shell and seeing a wedding set up there and saying that I wanted to get married right there. So that was a pretty cool moment. And also kind of a cool fact is the wedding planner who we worked with at the pink shell, she has been doing weddings on Fort Myers Beach for like, I mean, I think she's worked at the Pink Shell for like 28 years. So she's been around and she remembers what it used to be like when I was a kid. Instead of the big resort buildings, they had all these little cottages and stuff. And one really cool thing that they gave us in our welcome bag at the Pink Shell when we checked in was this beautiful print of like some of the old cottages at the pink shell. And it's like an 18 by 22. Um, one of the first things I did when we got home after the wedding weekend was ordered a frame for it. And we have that framed now. And so that's just a really awesome thing that we'll have to display in our house, not only to remind us of our wedding, but like for me where I used to vacation as a really little kid. So just all good vibes, awesome, amazing. So in that week before the wedding, Andy actually had some family get into town as early as the Sunday before, and we got married the following Saturday. And so he was off work that whole week, which was awesome for him. He got to spend a lot of time with some of his extended family leading up to the wedding. And then on the Wednesday before, um, we all, like a big group of us, his extended family on his mom's side, we all did dinner up at his parents' house, which is like an hour north of where Andy and I live. It's in Punta Gorda. And uh, a bunch of his family members went sailing that day and went kayaking in the mangroves. And so that was a really, really fun day. And of course, I was like, this is a perfect opportunity to break out all these fun themed shirts that we have from New Orleans and rewear them. And so Andy and I had worn on the plane to New Orleans these bride and groom shirts and his had a ship's wheel and mine had an anchor and they were in our wedding colors, navy and sea foam. And so we wore those shirts again that night <laughs> and then went home and packed all of our stuff for taking it to the pink shell the following day. And then we kind of finished that the next morning and went out and checked into the pink shell like 1230 in the afternoon on Thursday. And it was actually pretty rainy that day, but not so much that his family that was already there couldn't enjoy the beach or anything. So they were all out playing volleyball, swimming in the water. It was so funny looking down from our room 
we could see like the entire beach, the entire water for a span of probably like half mile in each direction. And the only people in the water that whole day that we could see were Andy's cousins. And so we we're like, yes, we love it. They're having such a good time, which is exactly what we wanted. And one of the reasons why when we looked at a couple different venues, we ended up choosing the pink shell because it is just this all, not all inclusive in that all your food and drink is included, but all inclusive in that anything that you want to do is right on site. Like you could come stay there and never have to leave the resort. Everything you need is right there. So we loved that. And then we, um, his cousins had rented like a cabana on the beach to kind of protect them from the rain a little bit. And it was really more just like a mist from time to time. And so we went down and hung out with them for part of the afternoon. And we met with the Pink Shell's wedding planner and kind of like organized all our stuff and told her how we wanted it all set up. And so then I felt so good about that because I was like, okay, then on the day of, I don't have to worry about all of that because I really tried trust her and she has such attention to detail and everything. And so we were like, okay, we're in good hands. And so then that night we went out to eat and that night, some of our wedding party, like late that afternoon, that night, some of our wedding party or I do crew started getting into town. And so this was where, um, it looked like maybe some things were going to start to go wrong. Um, so two members of my I do crew and then each of their spouses. So my friend Kendra and my friend Derek, who were both on my side in the wedding. And then um, Derek's wife, Kim and Kendra's husband, Tom, they were all on the same flight coming down from Indiana. And it was supposed to leave like 1030 Thursday morning, get in at 1pm. My dad was going to pick them up at the airport. And Kendra texts me and she's like, okay, our flight's delayed an hour. I'm like, okay, that's a bummer, but no big deal. Well, then she's like, okay, well, now our flight's delayed like four hours. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, you're going to miss like a big part of the day. Not that we really had anything planned, just like a day of their vacation um, that they weren't going to get to enjoy as much. And so they ended up sitting in the airport bar and the bartender, I guess, was kind of like, well, you guys might want to start looking at other options because this kind of happens a lot. Like they delay flights and then they just get canceled. And so they were like, what? Oh my gosh. And so they kind of started looking into other flights and my dad was trying to help them from his end down here, just like Googling flights on his phone. And they were at the Fort Wayne airport. They were looking at flights from the Indianapolis airport, like Columbus, Ohio, all this. And they were like, stop. They were at the bar at the airport and they were like, well, we stopped drinking because we might have to drive. And so they ended up meeting someone in the airport bar who was like, well, my friend has a private jet. I'm going to see if we can use that. And if I can get that, you guys are welcome to come with. And so we were like, oh my gosh, this could turn out amazing because you guys might get to come down here on a private jet. Well, as it ended up, their original flight took off like 10 hours after it was supposed to, they ended up, I, there was something wrong with the plane they were supposed to fly on. And so Fort Wayne being like a very small airport, it only has like eight gates. There were no other planes coming in that day with that same airline. And so they ended up getting a flight that was coming from somewhere else that flew like 
two and a half hours there and then was able to like bring them finally to Florida. And so they ended up, you know, they were supposed to get in at like 1 p.m. I think they got in around 10.45 p.m. Luckily, my dad was making trips back and forth to the airport all day, picking up different I Do crew members. And luckily, he was still able to pick them up. It didn't interfere with any of his other trips. Um, So the first person to end up getting in was my friend Tracy. And so we hung out for a little bit and like took some pictures. She got to meet some of Andy's cousins and the pink shell. And I don't know if they just did this because it was a little rainy outside or if they do this like every Thursday. But right when we checked in, they were like, oh, in an hour at two o'clock, it's going to be margarita hour and you can get two free margaritas. And so we did that. That was really fun. And then, um, um, my first mate, Chris, and his boyfriend, Christian, got in. And so more and more people were starting to arrive. And so we kind of got ready, went out to dinner at a Mexican restaurant on the beach, Felipe's, and then ended up going with a bunch of Andy's cousins to the SOB, which is one of our favorite places, the Smoke and Oyster Brewery. And then my brother and his wife, Meredith, arrived around that time. And so we ended up having a big group at the SOB and was probably like um, 15 or 20 of us. And Josh, my brother, Meredith, and then Andy and I were sitting at a table together. And one of the servers brought us out these bibs. Well, and I should say too, um, we were wearing some of our other shirts from the Bachelor Bachelorette party, Andy and I were. And I was wearing a veil because I was like, why not? <laughs> and it was a veil that my friend Chris had gotten me to wear in NOLA. And so I was like, well, got to reuse it. So I was wearing that. So it was pretty noticeable that we were like a wedding and everything. So one of the servers had brought the four of us bibs. And we were like, uh, did somebody like order oysters or something? <laughs> and um, they were like, oh, you'll see what that's for in a minute. And then they brought us blowjob shots. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing because that was my favorite thing to do in college at the Cactus, my favorite bar. And that's always been one of my favorite shots. Just I, yeah, it's just really good. So <laughs> so anyway, uh, Josh, Andy, Meredith, and I had to do these blowjob shots with our bibs. And of course, like some of our friends were recording and everything. So that was fun. And then we went with um, this big group to a, another nearby bar, the Tiki Bar, which has always been a local favorite for Andy and me, and basically closed that bar down. And then Andy and I had had said for a long time, like, we did not want to get really drunk the night of the rehearsal or the night of the wedding because we really wanted to remember everything. So we were like, this was kind of the night before the rehearsal. So this was kind of our time to live it up a little more, you know, but I mean, still, like, I remember everything from that night, and it was so much fun, and it was so cool how my friends and Andy's cousins, like, really got to get to know each other a little bit, and all hang out together, and then finally, um, Derek and Kendra's flight made it, and they made it to the resort, and then they, like, Ubered to the bar, and they actually got to meet up with us for, like, an hour or so, and so 
that was awesome. I was like so happy that they made it there and everything. And so that was Thursday. And then Friday, um, we didn't have the rehearsal till four. And um, some additional members of our I Do crew had gotten in late Thursday night or early Friday morning. And so we just spent the morning and like early afternoon on the beach, hanging out with them. A bunch of people were playing volleyball. It was a gorgeous, gorgeous day. And then we did the beach rehearsal, which was beautiful. And I mean, it was, it almost just looked like a wedding. I thought itself, you know, I mean, they didn't have all the chairs set up and everything, but it was like, we could really visualize what it was going to be. And it was just amazing, gorgeous, like stunningly beautiful day and just everything was awesome. And so we ran through that piece a couple times and then we went to our rehearsal dinner. And so our rehearsal dinner was at this place called Nervous Nellie's, which is another restaurant. It's on the bay side of the island, um, which the island at that part is not even like a mile wide. So from the Gulf to the bay, it's not even a mile. Um, So really close to the beach. And um, it was about a mile from our venue. And we had like a van or like bus type of thing going back and forth, taking people there from the Pink Shell. And we had an invited like a lot of our wedding guests to the rehearsal dinner because um, we invited like all extended family and everything. And so I think I've mentioned before, Andy has quite a large family and so they were all there. And so that was awesome. One other little kink that kind of not really went wrong. I think it, it had just been a misunderstanding. So we had rented like the dock or like the back um, seating area of Nervous Nellie's, which is out over the water. And we were under the impression that we were going to be the only people out there. Well, we get there and they're leading us back to, you know, we get there and they're like, oh, the party of 80 is here and they're leading us out there. And there's like all these other people sitting out there. And I'm like, okay, that's weird because they told us they weren't going to seat anybody there after like four o'clock. So anyway, we get back there and we realize that we just have like this very small portion of this back area. And instead of like grouping all of our tables together, they put them in this really weird like long line just along the side. So it was like one long table followed by another long table followed by another long table all the way down the line, like 10 tables or something. And we were like, uh, this is such an awkward seating arrangement. And both of our moms, Andy's mom and my mom, were going to do speeches that night. And we we're like, okay, so all these other people are going to like hear our speeches. This is weird. What? But we were just like, you know what? They had decorated the tables really cute. It looked, we had brought some of our own decorations. We had this cool sign that said like, Lynn's and Andy one day away, which also I should give a quick note real quick. Um, that if you don't know me personally and you followed the wedding pictures or posts at all on Instagram or what you just heard me say, you might be a little bit confused because I go by Daisy Jordan on Instagram and on the podcast. Um, but my real name is Lindsay. Daisy is my pen name. 
that I use for my writing. And so just in case that was at all confusing, because I was just talking about our sign that said Lynn's and Andy, if you don't know me personally, I thought I should explain that piece for you. Um, I picked that pen name years ago. I basically just thought it would be fun to have a pen name and go by a pseudonym. And I chose Daisy pretty easily because when my brother was really little and just learning to talk, he couldn't pronounce his L's yet. And so when he would try to say Lindsay, it would kind of come out sounding like Daisy. And so I, you know, that was just always kind of a joke between us. And then when I was looking for a pen name, it was just automatically like the first thing that popped into my mind. And one of my all-time favorite books is The Great Gatsby. And so if you know that book or that movie, Daisy and Jordan are the two main female characters. And so it just fit perfectly and was an easy pen name to go with. So anyway, that's a quick, uh, brief story behind that. Um, but anyway, so we had the sign that said Lynn's and Andy one day away. And then we had some cool lighted bottles that we had ordered off Etsy that had beachy designs on them. And then like strings of colored lights inside that looked really pretty, but nervous Nellie's had actually done some really cute table decks as well. And, you know, we, at that point we were just like, you know what, we're not even going to say anything to them. I'm sure it was our fault for misunderstanding the seating arrangement that they had planned. And yes, if we would have known, we would have asked them to like group the tables differently, but it is what it is. And everyone had a great time. Our mom still did the speeches and everyone else who was dining there just got to listen. And we actually had like several people tell us like, oh, those speeches were so good. We were so entertained. We were hanging on every word, like people who were not part of our rehearsal dinner. And then as the night went on, like we had the space until 10 o'clock and we got there like 5.30. So we were there for a while and the dock area like started to clear out. And so by the end, we were essentially the only people out there anyway. And people were getting up, moving around, like all the, you know, mingling with the other tables. And that was another really cool thing about our rehearsal dinner is, a lot of like our family members mingled with our I do crew members and people just like got to know each other prior to the wedding, which ended up creating such a fun vibe at the wedding itself. And then after the rehearsal dinner, a big group of us, probably even bigger than the night before, went back to the Tiki Bar. Uh, some of Andy's aunts and uncles had heard about it from the cousins, and they were like, what is this Tiki Bar place? Everyone's been raving about it. And so we went back, and they were actually having karaoke, and so a few people did karaoke. We played some corporate sabotage, which is a drinking game, and super fun, but Andy and I did do a really good job of uh, holding up to what we had said, which like neither of us got drunk. Like we were just slowly sipping on drinks throughout the night, but like we both fully remember the entire time we got to spend so much time interacting with everyone and talking to people we hadn't seen in a long time, like prior to the rehearsal dinner. And so it was just amazing wouldn't change anything except maybe just the seating arrangement at Nervous Nellie's, but it all worked out amazing. And so I'm going to take a quick little break and then I'll come back and talk about the wedding day itself. So the morning of the wedding, 
Uh, I, of course, well, I'd gone to bed around one and I, of course, woke up at like six o'clock and couldn't fall back asleep because I was like, I'm getting married today. And just like thinking through like, yeah, just thinking about everything, like how much fun the weekend had been so far, thinking through like all the details for the day. And I was just so excited and looking at everyone's Instagram posts from the night before and stuff. So uh, yeah, but um, my friend Ginger came to Andy's in my suite at like 7.15 to start doing my hair. Um, My hair curls much better when it actually has time for the curls to kind of like sit and loosen and stuff. And so we had planned to have her um, at least start my hair before we went to brunch. And Andy and I did stay in the same room in the couple nights leading up to the wedding. We were sharing a suite at the hotel. And, you know, we weren't too, we did not do a first look or anything like that uh, prior to the wedding, but we didn't really care about like that we had seen each other the morning of the wedding. And so Andy just, and luckily we had like a two bedroom, two bathroom suite. And so Andy could just keep sleeping. And I went in like the other bathroom to have Ginger do my hair. And so she did the braids. I was kind of, I was doing like some braids around the the back of my head and then she curled like half of my hair before we went to brunch and then all of my I do crew members were meeting on the beach at 8 30 to walk down to brunch and it was a beautiful like absolute perfect morning like probably 68 degrees or so, but didn't feel cool at all. It was like bright and sunny. So we walked like a mile down the beach and had brunch at this place called Shuckers, which has a really amazing breakfast menu. And we had made a reservation for like 15 people and we ended up getting like our whole own room. There were several other tables in that room, but there was no one else eating in there the entire time we were there. So that was super fun and has beautiful views there just looking out over the beach. So perfect brunch spot. So glad that we picked that. And so we did that and then walked back. And so everyone had kind of like from 11 to 12 in their own rooms to get ready. And then at noon, everyone was meeting up in my room to kind of get ready together. Like some people were doing their own makeup, doing their own hair, whatever. But um, during that time, like from 12 to 3, people could do their own makeup in my room if they wanted to. They could have their makeup done. If their hair was getting done, that's where it was happening. Um, we had like a Subway lunch delivered. And so that was supposed to come at like 11.45. And it came at like 10.30 while we were still at brunch. They called me and they're like, we're pulling up to the pink shell. I was like, well, I'm not even there. Um, but luckily my friend Kendra, her husband Tom, just went down and picked up the order for us and like kept it in there fridge until we were back. Um, so it was quite a large order because it was enough for like 20 some people that were going to be hanging out in my room. So we, uh, well, and so during that hour before people started coming to my suite to get ready, I had planned to like do my own makeup and kind of have that done and then just have Ginger finish up my hair. Well, Kendra um, came like a little early to give me this gift and thank goodness I had not done my makeup yet because I had ended up kind of like decorating the room and like cleaning up in there a little bit so it would look really nice and cute when everyone came to get ready. And I have to say, 
our suite was absolutely beautiful. Like it could not have been a better suite for getting ready in. Like it just absolutely gorgeous. So when we first checked in on Thursday and I just saw like the floor to ceiling windows that overlook the beach, we were on the top floor of the hotel and then um, the balcony was kind of off the corner. We were also in a corner unit and it looked kind of in the other direction down the beach at the area where the weddings are. And I was like, like I actually started to tear up when we first walked into the room Thursday and I saw like how beautiful it was going to be for getting ready and the pictures that the photographer would be able to take in front of those windows and the fact that I would kind of be able to see them setting up the ceremony on the beach. Like it just could not have been better. And it just made like the whole getting ready experience the absolutely best that it could have been. So thank you, Pink Shell. Yes. <laughs> um, so we had a couple banners. Um, one that said, it's Mills time, which was our hashtag. Like it's Miller time because Andy's last name is Mills and Miller is our favorite light beer to drink. And then we had another banner that went with the whole like theme of the morning, which was sun, sand, and a ring on my hand. So we had those and, um, and Kendra's husband, Tom, actually kind of helped hang those. But anyway, I was so glad I had not done my makeup yet because Kendra gave me this gift that was from my I Do crew and also had like messages in there from my mom, my dad, Andy's mom, Andy. And so it was this book of like memories that my friends all have with me and pictures that they had given Kendra. And it was just like the most amazing present. And I was crying. And so, so glad I hadn't done my makeup. Um, I had not told Kendra I planned to have my makeup done or she probably would have had to like try to stall me somehow, but it all worked out. But it was just, and I didn't even have time to really sit down and read through everyone's messages at that point because I had to get ready. And so I ended up doing it the week after the wedding. And it was just such a cool thing to be able to do after the fact and just read what all my friends had written about either our memories or our friendship or times that we've spent together. And I just, it was such a unique and amazing gift. So thank you, Kendra. And thanks to everybody who contributed and like, spent time doing that and putting that together. It was so, so, so cool. And so then everyone showed up. We kind of started getting ready. We had like three hair stations going on, a couple different people doing makeup. And a lot of the girls did their own makeup. And I did not care like how they want to do their makeup. I was like, wear your hair however you want. Like it doesn't matter to me. And then they all kind of like brought their dresses and they were just getting ready still in the tanks we had worn earlier. And... um we also had the guys up there because I had two guys in my I Do crew and then my brother who was our officiant. So they were all hanging out there as well. So that was just, a, and then my mom and Andy's mom also were hanging out with their like mom of the groom and mom of the bride shirts. And so that was a blast. The photographer came around 1.30 took a bunch of getting ready pictures and then had me put my dress on and the windows were just as 
perfect as I thought they would be. Like I haven't seen any of the professional pictures yet, but I've seen ones that some other the other people in the room took on phones and those pictures in front of the window are just going to be like, I just cannot wait to see them. I'm so excited. Um, so then the only kind of like, probably the most stressful thing of like the whole wedding weekend was that while we were getting ready, probably like 1 2 o'clock, the wedding planner from the pink shell calls the room and she's like, well, we need to decide if we want to move everything inside because there's rain in the area. There's rain out over the water. It's like sprinkled a little bit here. They kind of had the tables all set up and they had to like take them down and redo them. And I was just like, um, absolutely not. We're keeping it outside. Like, there, you know, I mean, it showed maybe like drizzle from time to time throughout the day, but nothing major. When you look on the radar, there was nothing. And I was just like, absolutely not. We're keeping it outside. And she was like, okay. And one of the really awesome things was like that morning when I first woke up at like six o'clock, I just went out on the balcony because it was like, well, it was probably a little later because I think it was starting to get light like 637. But I went out there and just looked down over the beach. It's like super early in the morning. There's nobody out there except maybe a couple of walkers or joggers or bikers. And it was just able to look down over the area where the wedding was going to be. And then later as we were getting ready, I kept going back to the balcony and looking and I could see the whole setup taking place. Like First it was the arch and then it was the chairs and then my friend Chris was actually decorating the arch and so for a while like he was down there just totally by himself. Everything else had been set up and he was decorating the arch and we were also able to see the dueling pianos getting set up for the reception and the tables getting set up and it was just so cool to be able to see that. And then the wedding planner was sending me like pictures of everything as she set it up to make sure I liked it. And so that was really awesome. And then everyone, like the I Do crew, Andy. Oh, and so at this point, Andy had gone to brunch at like 10 with his own I Do crew, like while my people and I were gone. So then when I got back to the suite and we all started getting ready, he was no longer there. And he went to his parents' suite, which is where his I Do crew met up with him and they got ready there. So we were not like actually getting ready for the ceremony together or anything, even though we did um, see each other that morning. So um, so everybody else kind of met down at the cocktail area at 3.15, 3.30. The wedding was at 4, and we did, like, pre-ceremony cocktails for the guests and the I Do crew and everything. And we had a couple of specialty drinks. We had the Pink Shell Sunset, which was, like, coconut rum, orange juice, pineapple juice, and grenadine. And then we had the Island Breeze, which was gin, Sprite, and blue curacao. And uh, so people were, like, enjoying those, getting seated. And I was just up in the room by myself for probably 10 minutes or so. And that was really cool. I was in my dress at that point. I just practiced my vows, like, once or twice. And just kind of had, like, this nice moment to myself to breathe, but also to, like, peek out over the balcony and see all the guests. I didn't go all the way out on the balcony because I didn't want to take the chance of anyone looking up and seeing my dress or anything. But um, just seeing everyone like gathering out there, it was 
really, really, really awesome. And then um, my friends, Chris and Kendra, my first mates came back up to like get me and walk me down. And um, so one little other snafu, I guess, that we had is the flowers did not come on time. We had ordered white proteas, which are really rare, and they had sent pink ones. I guess pink ones are much more common, and like 95% of the orders they get are for pink proteas, and so they had sent the pink ones, and then we were like, no, they were supposed to be white, and they were like, okay, they'll still come on time. Well, they didn't, so my friend Chris, like last minute the morning of, left brunch, and and went to a local florist and got flowers to make like my bouquet and one for each of the girls in the I do crew and he did such an amazing job like they looked beautiful he got or made like little corsages for my mom Andy's mom and everything turned out amazing like no one would have even known that those weren't the flowers we were supposed to have he did such a great job and i hope you weren't too stressed chris you did amazing <laughs> loved every bit of it um and so then everyone was kind of lining up there was this area that's kind of like dunes and so it kind of hid the i do crew from the guests as they were getting ready to walk down the aisle. And I mean, they had already been out mingling with the guests, but it was nice because it kept me hidden. And so um, we had a couple of songs for our I Do crew to walk down the aisle. And uh, we did uh, Island in the Sun by Weezer and One, Two, Three, Four by The Plain White Tees. And then my song for walking down the aisle was Golden uh, golden Hour, I almost said Golden Isle, <laughs> Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves. She's one of my absolute favorites. And that song was just so perfect because our wedding was basically at the Golden Hour. The ceremony was about an hour and a half before sunset. So we had like some really uh, cool skies going on. We had like uh, on one side, it was like clear sky. And on the other side, it was kind of like dark clouds. And it was coming together like right over the arch essentially and it was it was beautiful and we did not have like any rain during the ceremony or anything and it really throughout the whole night we had like a couple moments of drizzle like right as we were starting to take pictures on the beach after the ceremony and then like a little bit during dinner whoops <laughs> um but nothing lasted more than a couple minutes and we did not have to like cut anything short nothing and you know a bunch of people were saying well rain on your wedding day is actually good luck so hey we got the best of both worlds we got little bit of rain for good luck, but not enough to interfere with anything we were trying to do. So <laughs> the moment that I was most excited for the entire weekend was like when Andy would first see me when I was walking down the aisle. And it actually worked out so great because the way the chairs were set up and the path that I was kind of walking, most of the guests could see me, but I was kind of hidden behind one of the sides of chairs. And so Andy actually couldn't see me until I was basically to the aisle, like walking between the chairs because it was a long stretch of beach where the guests could see me before I got to where Andy could see me. So that was awesome. And I have some good pictures of him like standing up at the front, like waiting to see me. <laughs> and the whole ceremony was 
funny, perfect. My brother did such a good job officiating. He started out by, of course, pointing out that um, Purdue basketball was tipping off. So I picked not the best time for my wedding ceremony, (laughs) which I'm just as big of a Purdue basketball fan as he is. So I kind of have to agree with him on that. But when we planned the wedding over a year in advance, I don't think the Purdue basketball schedule was out yet. So sorry, Josh. But uh, they did win and Purdue football won that day too. So we, uh, I mean, it was just, it was awesome. Like everything about the ceremony, my friend Derek, who's passed out at two weddings, didn't even pass out. So yay, Derek. Um, we did have a chair there for him just in case. Um, he was in the I Do crew. Um, so we did have a chair there for him in case he needed to sit down, but he didn't. And uh, yeah, so every it was just absolutely like my main goal during the ceremony was so many people have told me, and I can totally see how this happens, is that they almost like black out during the ceremony and they don't really remember it afterwards. And I was like, I'm going to try so hard to be present during the ceremony because I want to remember. And we did just for that purpose. So we hired a videographer for the ceremony only because I was like, well, that way, if we do kind of have that blackout experience and feel like, whoa, um, we would get to watch it back later. And I feel like we both did such a good job of like, being present during every single moment of it. Like as I'm sitting here talking about it, I feel like I'm standing right back there. And I can remember like what Josh, the my brother, the officiant said. I remember Andy's bows. I remember our friend Ginger singing The Bones by Marin Morris. I remember like looking out at the crowd at different points. And we had one of the little favors we had given out was like navy and seafoam sunglasses. And there were so many people in the crowd wearing them. And I was like, that's awesome. Yay. (laughs) And I just like remember little moments like that. And yeah, it was just like, I don't want to keep using all the same words, but like perfect, amazing, incredible. But like, it was just everything I wanted it to be. And Andy felt the same. And just like the grin on Andy's face. It was so awesome. And so then after the ceremony, we took pictures on the beach while the guests had their cocktail hour. And one of my favorite little touches that the pink shell did is when Andy and I walked out after the ceremony, the bartenders were there like immediately handing us the specialty drinks like Andy got the island breeze I got the pink shell sunset and they were in our little personalized champagne flutes that we had for the champagne toast which we also used later for that we didn't we knew they were going to hand us a drink which was their idea and they just like told us that at the rehearsal but we didn't know they were going to put them in our little personalized flutes so that was really cool and we walked back and we got them and they stood like the colors of the drinks were so beautiful and like stood out really well against the lettering on the glasses. And so because we were holding those, we actually got to use them in some of our pictures on the beach. And so then we went from there to, we did things like a little non-traditional in terms of the order of everything. So the guests had all gotten the opportunity to have some hors d'oeuvres at the cocktail hour. So they hopefully weren't like super hungry at the end of that. And so when we were done taking pictures on the beach, it's like just starting to get dark and the cocktail hour is ending. So then we did wedding party introductions and then we went into the speeches. So like each of our dads, spoke and then 
each of our first mates and we each had two first mates. And then I did a little introduction of Bruce and Todd who are dueling piano players. And I had, I've mentioned this before, but I had known Bruce from the Neon Cactus, my favorite bar at Purdue. And then we did Andy's in my first dance and we did the mother, son, father, daughter dance. So our first dance song was The Great Bicycle Disaster by Kelly McGuire's like pretty obscure song I feel like we're really into like the Jimmy Buffett island style music and we didn't even know this song which is like that style of music until a few months ago we were just listening to like a random island type playlist on Andy's computer while doing other stuff around the house and that song came on and we were like oh my gosh this is our first dance song because we hadn't picked one yet and it says in the song, like, I'm a writer, I'm a sailor. And like, that's me and Andy. I'm a writer. He's a sailor. We were like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And then it talks about like traveling together and like sunsets in Key West and Seattle rains. And like, we've been to Key West together. We haven't been to Seattle together yet. So that's on our list now. And it was just like so many things like other lyrics in the song too but it was just perfect for us and then our mother uh, son father daughter dance we did my wish by rascal flats we listened to so many songs for this and that was like just by far the best one that we could come up with and my brother had actually danced um with my mom to that song at his wedding a few months ago and i was like josh do you care if we just we have to use the same song like we can't find anything else we like actually did find a cool jimmy buffett song um called delaney talks to statues which would have been a really cool song for me and my dad but obviously wouldn't have fit andy and his mom and we were doing a combined dance so anyway we went with my wish by rascal flats and then after that and we did have a little bit of issues with like the internet connection at that time and like trying to play those songs but we we got through it and then um we went into dinner at that point and the pink shell food is just so phenomenal we had done a tasting which i think i've talked about on the podcast before several months back like in december of 2020 and chosen our menu and it was like just as good as we remembered if not better and so many people were saying like they had one of every entree and there were like three or four entrees um but it was just so 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 good and andy and i did a sweetheart table so it was just the two of us at our table and then all of our other tables were just mixed and like we let our wedding party or sit with their significant others since we weren't doing like the big wedding party table and you know a bunch of people were like oh you and andy were so far away because it was set up around the pool deck of the pink shell so Andy and I were on one side of the pool by ourselves and then all the other tables were kind of spread on the other side of the pool but we were like you know what we kind of did that on purpose and we loved it because people so many people had said like find a way that you can take a moment for just the two of you and also make sure you get to eat and so by having just that sweetheart table that put us by ourselves across the pool from everyone else we got to eat for one thing and then we got not only a moment to ourselves but probably like 20 minutes to ourselves to just like kind of be like holy shit we're married and like take it all in a little bit and just talk to each other 
And I definitely would not change the way that we did that. That worked out perfectly. And man, I didn't know if talking about the wedding would fill a podcast episode, but dang, I'm already at like 40 some minutes. So I think what I'm going to do is end this episode and then come back in my next episode and get more into the reception and the dueling pianos and all the fun times that we had with that. And so thank you so much for listening. And um, if you are interested and didn't already see several pictures, um, on my Instagram at author Daisy Jordan, you can look at my highlights and I included, um, like all my stories on there from the wedding weekend. So it starts, I think with like, um, the rehearsal and then there's one for the rehearsal dinner, um, like wedding morning, wedding day, and then like the reception. So feel free to check all of those out. And I've done a few Instagram posts from the wedding as well. So again, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok at author Daisy Jordan. And thank you so much for listening. And I hope you tune in next time to hear about the reception. Have a great week, everybody.